Hi. Hello. How are you? Welcome back to my true crime podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. I'm so glad you could join me. I upload true crime episodes every Wednesday, cases that interest me or currently popular topics in the media, and even requested cases from my lovely listeners. You can find additional content over on my Pocket Full of Crime Facebook and Instagram. I upload pictures of each weekly case so you can put a face to the crime. Keep up with any announcements and drop your future episode suggestions. Announcements like, my listeners are awesome, or maybe even just a random giveaway, so be sure to go give me a follow. If you like my episodes and keep coming back for more, go give me a rating and a review. They really help my channel grow. I know Apple Podcast offers ratings, Spotify doesn't if I'm correct. So in that case, my Facebook page is always needing some reviews and shouts. I would really appreciate it and I love hearing from you guys, building that relationship with my listeners so I'm not just a familiar voice, but a friend. All right, enough nonsense. Let's get into this week's episode. You are listening to the disappearance of Evelyn May Boswell. In the northeastern part of the state, in Sullivan County, you'll find Blountville, Tennessee. Population, according to the 2010 census, estimated a total of 3,074 residents. It's been a while since I've added some real estate fun facts, so median income per household is 38,000 rounded up. Median income per family is 42,000 rounded up. Male median income is 32,000 and female median income is 18,000. 3% of families or 4.8% of the population are below the poverty line. Median home value in Blundville is $120,000. The town ranked 64 out of 100 on rvibes.com livability chart. The cost of living ranks 68%, which is 14% lower than the U.S. average. The crime rate ranks 38% lower than the U.S. average, but high school graduates rank 19% lower than the U.S. average. A little fun fact for you, June 1st of 2013, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship was held at Muddy Creek Raceway in Blountville. It was the first pro motocross championship held in the South in over 15 years. Evelyn May Boswell 
15 months old, born November 1st, 2018, to Megan Boswell, also referred to as Maggie, and Father Ethan Perry. She has blonde hair, big, bright blue eyes, stands only two feet tall, and weighs 28 pounds. She was reported missing February 18th, 2020. However, she could have been last seen as far back as December 10th, 2019. So why was she reported missing over 50 days after she was last seen? Well, it wasn't the mother who reported Evelyn missing. It was her grandfather, her mother's father. He reported he had not seen Evelyn since Thanksgiving of 2019. Let's back up a little bit and fill in some blanks about Evelyn's parents and family structure. This cycle was off to a bad start before Evelyn was even born. Evelyn's maternal grandmother, Angela May Boswell, gave birth to her first child, a son, Tommy Boswell Jr., in 1993. She was only 16 years old. Tommy Boswell Sr., the father, had racked up quite a criminal record in Sullivan County just months after his son's birth. The couple moved to Bulls Gap, Tennessee, and in March of 2001, Angela gave birth to Megan Boswell, who would grow up to be Evelyn's mother. Angela and Tommy Boswell Sr. got married just a few months after Megan was born, and in 2009, the family moved back to Sullivan County, settling into a manufactured home located on a hill on a family-owned plot of land. March of 2009, Tommy Boswell Sr. reported his wife, Angela, attacked him, stabbing him in the neck with a pen, and struggling with their 14-year-old son, who was defending his dad. Among many other criminal charges, to sum up the household, Megan was raised in a combative, violent home. In the midst of this on-again, off-again relationship came the third child, another son, Elijah. Only two months before his first birthday in September of 2014, Angela filed for divorce from Tommy Sr. Another year passed and the newly divorced couple yet again shacked up and gave birth to another daughter, Charlotte Boswell. In 2018, Angela and Tommy had separated yet again. Angela was struggling raising the children. Megan at this time was pregnant herself. In a petition for a restraining order Tommy Sr. addressed to the court, he mentioned Angela was using illegal drugs in front of the children and exposing the children to criminals. Tommy Sr. was awarded custody and moved the children back to the family's Muddy Creek compound. The property at this point now included three manufactured homes, a double bay garage, workshed, and a stable of dump trucks and heavy equipment. Tommy Sr. and Tommy Jr. operated a paving company from the family property. Megan, or Maggie Boswell as she was called, gave birth to a sweet baby girl named Evelyn May in November 2018. The father, Ethan Perry, is a part of the military and is unknown if the two were in a serious relationship or how long the relationship lasted. Ethan Perry was active duty and stationed in Louisiana when Evelyn May went missing. 
In September of 2019, among the many Facebook profiles Maggie operated, she wrote a post about how tough her life was, but how Evelyn made it bearable. She spoke about the love she felt for her daughter, referring to her as a beauty and angel. Evelyn gave Maggie's life purpose. Quote, there's no love like the love from your child. End quote. Yeah, five months later, Maggie wouldn't be able to explain where her little angel was, when she was last seen, who was last to see her, and if she was safe or in harm's way. At this time, Maggie or Megan Boswell, sorry if I confuse you, I'll just call her Maggie. She had a new boyfriend. His name was Hunter Wood. The two met when Maggie applied for a job at the restaurant Hunter owned and operated Hunter T's Chicken Shack. Hunter was interviewed shortly after the news broke of Missing Evelyn, and he explained the two only dated a few short weeks. In his words, it wasn't a serious relationship. It was an on-off, only meeting a few times over the few weeks. Hunter claimed he never met Evelyn. He was only shown pictures, and he was under the impression Evelyn was staying with her father, Ethan Perry, who was home on military leave for Christmas. It's not been confirmed if this leave is proven credible or not. Law enforcement did state Father Ethan Perry has been cooperative in the investigation, as well as Mother Maggie Boswell. Another strange thing to note is Maggie had four different Facebook profiles. One of those Facebook profiles, her name was Maggie Wood. The last name of her new loveling. But Hunter Wood claims they were not involved in a serious relationship. So why did the grandfather of Evelyn report her missing instead of her own parents? And why did it take so long since she was last seen? As I stated before, grandfather Tommy Boswell Sr. reported to News Channel 11 he had not seen Evelyn since Thanksgiving. Tommy Sr. told Angela about his suspicions and his plan to call DCS to get something done. In his words, she stated, quote, you better not or you'll regret it. In Maggie's first interview with News 5 WCYB, she appeared visibly upset, crying, making comments like, I want my baby back. I did notice, however, since I've been covering stories like these a lot, especially lately, I noticed Maggie kept referencing to Evelyn in the past tense. When asked to describe Evelyn, what she is like, her favorite things to do or eat, Maggie would say things like, quote, her favorite food was sweet potatoes. She loved to take baths. She had a baby shark puppet. That was my first initial red flag listening to the interview. I also noticed she had this constant smirk on her face as if she was amused or entertained by answering these questions, happy to be getting this attention. She did cry, but I noticed she had a strange giggle after each question. She smirked and smiled a lot through the entire interview. Maggie also hardly used Evelyn's name. She called her the baby or child a lot. She almost was distant to referring to her as Evelyn. Now, every person will react in his or her own way when placed in any given scenario such as this, 
but the red flags just kept stacking up. When Maggie was approached with a question if she regret not reporting Evelyn missing sooner, and her response was, well, sorta. She knew who had her daughter, and if they had gotten word, then they would have fled and taken her daughter with them. The reporter asks Maggie, quote, so you do know who has her, end quote. Maggie nods her head up and down, but says, quote, I can't release any further about that, end quote. The reporter, quote, so are you worried about her safety, end quote. Maggie, well, yeah, with an awkward, sarcastic giggle, now they won't answer phone calls. Even though Maggie states she had gotten no help from the father or his side of the family, she did say her grandmother was supportive and helpful. Police did say Ethan Perry has been cooperative in the investigation. Back to Hunter Wood, Maggie's last known loveling. He mentioned he was under the assumption Evelyn had been staying with her father on military holiday leave. While he was seeing Maggie... She told him Evelyn had broken her arm while staying with Ethan Perry. In his own words, quote, While Evelyn's father, Ethan, had the child, the baby, you know, fell off the bed and broke her arm, and he took her to the hospital. That's what I was told, end quote. Supposedly, Hunter and Maggie were not together long enough for him to notice any red flags. The father of Evelyn, Ethan Perry, published a post on Facebook, quote, I'm currently working with authorities trying to find Evelyn. I can't say much more than that at the moment. If anyone knows anything, please message me, end quote. February 19th, 2020, around 7 p.m., the TBI, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, issued an Amber Alert for Evelyn. Sullivan County Sheriff Cassidy, working this case, donated $1,000 of his own money towards the reward to anyone leading to Evelyn's whereabouts. Tommy Boswell Sr. donated $10,000 of his own money to the reward, as well as Tommy Boswell Jr. also donated $10,000 of his own money to the reward. February 21st, around 8 a.m., TBI also announced they issued a BOLO. Be on the lookout for a gray 2007 BMW with Tennessee tags 3M96W9. The people traveling in this vehicle were believed to have information on Evelyn's whereabouts. Turns out this BMW was a vehicle registered to Hunter Wood's brother. Yes, Maggie's boyfriend's brother. His mom reported the car stolen. Well, they were able to locate this car, but it wasn't in Tennessee. And you won't believe who was driving it. After a quick word from this week's sponsors. This episode was sponsored by Leaner Creamer. Here at Leaner Creamer, we believe starting your day off healthy and lean with a cup of coffee. And our creamer is the best way to begin a healthy new chapter. Leaner Creamer is the realization that there is such a thing as a healthy, guilt-free coffee creamer. 
combining natural coconut oil and functional supplements to keep your morning ritual lean. Our creamer is perfect for anybody with dietary restrictions or just trying to start a cleaner and healthier lifestyle. Our creamer is gluten-free, sugar-free, lactose-free, and contains natural supplements. We are the only all-natural powder creamer on the market. Not only does it taste creamy and flavorful, but it doesn't leave you feeling guilty afterwards either. It's paleo and keto diet friendly, making it the perfect addition to any fitness and wellness routine. Even if you don't drink coffee, leaner creamer can be used in baking as a sugar substitute in tea, oatmeal, and so much more. It keeps your coffee hot and creamy as opposed to milk, which instantly cools down your coffee and dilutes its flavor. It's shelf-stable for 18 months and is powder-based, giving you creamy and amazing flavor with each sip. It can also be used as an aid in weight loss due to the natural supplements inside of it. For example, appetite suppression. It is coconut oil-based and infused with natural herbal supplements that help boost metabolism. The only better-for-you natural coffee creamer. And the best part? It actually tastes really good. We are in over 7,000 stores nationwide, so do yourself a favor and pick up a bottle today. But wait, there's more. There's also Leaner Me Coffee Plus supplements. You can find this in light roast, medium roast, and dark roast, which is a great pair with Leaner Creamer. And to save money, they offer bundle deals. The only coffee that is able to and resulting in a sustained calorie burn. Functional supplements help boost metabolism and curb cravings. Smooth artisanal coffee, earth conscious and sustainable capsules. Created by using the highest quality beans, a superb roasting process, and an infusion of our proprietary all natural blend of citrus orangium, hoodia, and green tea extract, which works to increase metabolic rate and lipolysis, as well as mild appetite suppression. This as well is gluten-free, natural supplements, keto-friendly, and negative calories because of the supplements you were essentially burning calories while drinking this. Zero sugar and compatible with Keurig brew system. Make sure to use the link below. I have a promo code to include at checkout. It is CRIME15. In Wilkes County, North Carolina, the gray BMW was located. And just a quick sassy comment, the car was totally silver. I don't know why they said gray. Is it just me or is gray and silver two very different colors? Driving the BMW was Angela Boswell, along with her sweetie pie, William McLeod. Now, ladies, sorry to break it to you. Mr. McLeod is taken. You snooze, you lose. I will post the mugshots on my Instagram if you are needing some eye candy. Totally being sarcastic. This guy looks like he worked at 7-Eleven and started smoking cigarettes in the womb. The two lovebirds were arrested on unrelated charges. William was arrested with an out-of-state fugitive warrant with open charges in the state of Tennessee theft over $2,500 to be exact. Angela was arrested with a probation violation. Nice attempt though at trying to be 03 Bonnie and Clyde, but you can't trick us. It's 2020. February 24th, Maggie spun the web that Angela had taken Evelyn to Mendota, Virginia to a campground and to a silver camper. This person or People in the Silver Camper are unknown to us at this point. 
The reasoning behind taking Evelyn there is also unclear. Maggie states the last time she seen Evelyn was December 26th after going out to eat. Then Angela took Evelyn. She was last seen wearing a pink tracksuit, pink shoes, and pink bow in her hair. Then Maggie's story changes up when a reporter asked if the description of what Evelyn was last seen wearing was after Christmas. Maggie stated, no, a little bit before. I can't really wrap my brain around the thought of a mother not being able to pinpoint the last time she's seen her 15-month-old daughter, but remembered that she was wearing a pink tracksuit. She supposedly last seen her before Christmas, so how could you possibly spend Christmas without knowing where your daughter was taken and to who and why? The real kicker is that her daughter has been missing for over 50 days and she still didn't report it to authorities. Maggie agreed to take a polygraph test, but then dropped a doozy via Facebook message to Channel 11 News, leaking her own supposed pregnancy. That's right, she's pregnant. Maggie then went on to use her pregnancy as reasoning behind why she was not able to take the polygraph. It happened to be, quote, against policy. Sullivan County was, of course, followed up with questions about this polygraph test, and they stated they do not use polygraph tests. TBI officials emailed Channel 11 News and stated Maggie was never scheduled to meet with a polygraph examiner. February 25th, Maggie Boswell was arrested on one count of false reports. Authorities stated over the course of the investigation, Maggie gave a number of conflicting statements. Further investigation revealed some of the information given was false. She's currently being held in the Sullivan County Jail with a bond set to $25,000. She could have used a bail bondsman to bail her out of jail for $2,500. However, even after her dad and brother offered up a large chunk of money to Evelyn's reward fund, they didn't help bail Maggie out of jail. Another quick side note, which I'm sure you have picked up on already, is Maggie had a rocky relationship with her mother, Angela. She made statements, quote, Angela is a very vindictive, manipulating person. She also stated Angela has made threats to Maggie the entire time Evelyn was gone. Maggie had told authorities prior to her arrest when Angela had taken Evelyn, if authorities didn't go tonight to this designated campground to find Evelyn, she was going to go herself and bring her daughter home. So why did it take you two and a half months to finally get that fire lit under your peach to want and go get the answers where your daughter is and bring her home? Authorities did make a trip to Mendota, Virginia, and there was no sign of Evelyn or this silver camper. The last time Maggie recalls speaking to Angela was February 19th, when Angela stated she didn't want Maggie to go to Virginia she didn't want Maggie talking to, quote, them. So it's kind of confusing. So is it a person? Is it multiple? My initial thought was Maggie had made arrangements with Angela to conduct some form of illegal adoption. Maybe Maggie came to the realization that she was unable to care for Evelyn and wanted to give her someone who could. But maybe two months went by and Maggie changed her mind and wanted Evelyn back. One reporter asked Maggie what her biggest fears were. She responded with, she had a lot of fears, but that the people are going to be like, 
I'm not giving her back. I've kept her for two months. This is my baby now. Maggie described her rocky relationship with her mother and mentioned Angela's sweetie pie, Mr. McLeod, as being sketchy. So I guess why on earth, if you didn't trust your mother or her sketchy boyfriend, why would you put your daughter in their care? Mary McLeod, the mother of William McLeod, lives in North Carolina. She recalls a visit from William at her house around the time the BMW was found. She recalls seeing Angela in the car, but not seeing Evelyn. Her son was soaking wet, and when she asked him why his shirt was wet, his response was a pipe had burst in the motel they were staying at. It so happens there is a pond nearby Mary McLeod's residence. This triggered the search of that specific pond. However, search results came back inconclusive. At this point in the investigation, the reward fund has reached over $50,000 for information leading to Evelyn's whereabouts. March 2nd, Maggie appeared in court attempting to lower her bond of $25,000 to $10,000. Reasoning behind this, the public defender argues she didn't have any previous criminal history and she wasn't able to afford the $25,000 bond. Her request was denied. Her bond has since been raised to $150,000, and I will tell you why. March 6th, just five days ago, law enforcement received information that led TBI and Sullivan County detectives to a property belonging to a family member of Maggie Boswell. Turns out to be Tommy Boswell Sr.'s residence. However, there are multiple people living on this piece of family land. Located in the 500 block of Muddy Creek Road, searchers uncovered human remains, thought to be those of Evelyn May Boswell. The size and description had led to believe this is the little girl we have been hoping and praying would be found safe. However, an autopsy has still yet to be released with positive identification. She was near a tree right off Muddy Creek that flows through the property. People from near and far, locals, and those who traveled to pay their respects have created a memorial in sweet memory of Evelyn May. They have brought teddy bears, flowers, balloons of all colors and characters. It breaks my heart when I see these sweet, generous people grieving the loss of a child they never knew. Just like you and I, who hear these cases and get emotionally invested, as if we know them firsthand. I look at the picture of Evelyn and I see a beautiful, innocent baby girl who had her whole life ahead of her. Firsthand, I would have been first in line to offer up adopting her and giving her the world if Maggie was unable to do so herself. And I know a lot of you would have as well. No child deserves this, especially not from the possible hands of her mother or her grandmother, her family. At 15 months old, a child trusts you fully, relies on you solely. They love unconditionally, despite your flaws, your mistakes, how much money you have, what you look like, or even how badly you treat them. They just want to be loved. I look at this memorial and I see the love and the treatment and things that Evelyn probably never received never even knew existed. Gosh, this case really hit me hard. The last two have, to be honest. 
I wanted to end with a sweet little tribute to Evelyn May. She was described as happy, smart, hit every milestone early. She loved everybody, didn't know a stranger. She smiled and waved to everyone. May you spread your angel wings wide and fly far, far away from this place. And rest in peace, sweet baby girl. I will hopefully be able to update you on all the future activity regarding this case, if charges are brought to Maggie or anyone else involved. I am praying justice will be served for Evelyn. And justice is always best served cold. This wraps it up for Evelyn May. I hope you didn't enjoy this episode. I didn't enjoy this episode myself. But I do these cases and I talk about these difficult topics to tell the stories of victims not able to speak for themselves. There's so much cruelty surfacing in the news lately. I pray that you can take away one positive lesson from my channel. Don't be a shitty person. Don't take lives that are not yours to take. You are not God. You do not get to decide someone's fate. Hug your loved ones. Hug your babies. Even on the bad days, we are all so lucky to be mothers, fathers, grandmothers, and grandfathers. Children are such a blessing, such an unconditional love, such a kind, honest spirit. We raise them and guide them into the adults they will become. It's a cycle that can start and stop with you. So go hug your baby no matter how much they have outgrown your lap. Remind those you love how much they mean to you. Thank God for another day, another breath, another chance to be a better person, and spread love to everyone you meet. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Spring break is almost upon us, so I hope you all enjoy your spring break. Stay safe and soak up some good old vitamin D. Join me next Wednesday for my next episode I'm thinking next week might need to have a happy ending. Until next time, remember you are beautiful and loved. Oh, and one more thing. Hi, pocket full of crime fans. <laughs>